Welcome to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And if you are somebody that is interested in some online training and you haven't checked out our website, please do so. It's medicalsalescertificationprogram.com. On the website, we have uh, currently three sales, uh, medical sales training programs up there um, with more to come in the future as I get those completed and they are completely free. So if you are somebody that is interested in some specific medical sales training where I can walk you through on video and you can take some quizzes on the material. Uh, we have multiple training programs online at the website, so check that out if you are interested. Also, one of the new things that, uh, that I'm launching for 2020 is individualized coaching plans. So if you're somebody that, uh, first and foremost, uh, I would not recommend doing a paid coaching option um, until you have consumed all of the free content that I have, because uh, I try to give uh, really literally everything that I have, all my best stuff is out there for free. But I do understand that there are some people that are looking for a very specific plan. So there are two uh, paid coaching options on the website that you can find on there. One of them is a ride along where you would actually spend a day with me in the car. That one's a little bit more expensive. Uh, candidly, I don't know that I want people spending an entire day with me, but uh, that could be potentially valuable for you. Uh, or I'm also offering a one-hour coaching session where we, uh, I look through your resume, I look through your background, we look at where you're at in the interview process, or if you're in medical sales, what are the things that you should be doing and thinking about and implementing on a day-to-day -day basis to really get the results you're looking for. So if you want some specific coaching, that is also something that I am just now launching and making available to people uh, as a paid option, but understand my recommendation is consume all of the free content first. And if you, once you've done that, if you feel like you need some specific coaching, if you think that that would benefit you, you can check that out on our website. So um, that is all I got for you. Now to the uh, podcast you've been waiting to listen to. <music> What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And uh, I am currently on my way to central Illinois, so gorgeous part of the country. I've got a little bit of a drive here, so I am recording a podcast episode while I'm driving. And one of the, well, one of the podcasts, I've got a lot of kind of ideas for podcasts that I've written down in my notes on my phone, but the one that I wanted to talk about today is that give you an example of how I use the same advice that I give you. Uh, and it happened recently, and I think it'll be a useful example, and, and I want to expand on it. And it's about reaching out to the people that you want to work with and using the LinkedIn direct message or the Instagram direct message or any really of the social media platforms direct message capabilities and functionalities as a way to get connected with the people that you want to work with or the people that uh, ultimately could help you do whatever it is that you're trying to do. You know, it's no, there's no uh, lack of clarity, I hope, that my recommendation for people that are trying to get into the industry in medical sales is to reach out on LinkedIn to the people that work for the companies that they or you want to work for and start connecting with them, the people that you would actually work with. So not, not somebody in HR necessarily. It doesn't mean that you can't reach out to those people. But 
I think it's more valuable and more useful to, for you to spend your time reaching out to the people that are that you would actually work with on a daily basis. So a territory manager, sales manager, uh, area VP, hiring manager, somebody like that. Um, owner of a distribution group, if that's you know if that's the the route that you would want to go. And so I there's no lack of clarity. I hope on my recommendation for using that as your strategy and the best strategy to get connected with the people that you want to work with to hopefully get your foot in the door and or at least get you into the interview process when there are open positions. And so I wanted to at least share an example with you recently that uh, that I did to show you how this actually works in in the real world, you know, because what I don't want to happen is you guys to think that, well, I'm just giving this advice because, you know, like I heard somebody else say that it was a good idea or that it's like, oh, yeah, you just DM people and then that doesn't ever work. And so then I'm just giving advice that I don't actually use. But um, perfect example is and I've talked about this a couple of times, at least on social media. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's on this podcast, but I've got a couple of buddies that I ride bikes with and uh, we are starting a cycling brand. And um, so, by the way. Side note, if you guys haven't followed Pedal Flow, check out Pedal Flow at Pedal Flow on Instagram and LinkedIn and uh, Facebook and all of the above. We're, um, we actually just got our first shipment of hats in and we've started printing t-shirts and anyway, it's pretty exciting uh, for us. So if you guys are into cycling at all, uh, if you're not into cycling, check it out anyways, follow us so you get you can get our follower count up. Um, you obviously don't have to buy anything if you're not into cycling. But if you're into cycling, you should check it out because it's pretty cool. Either way, uh, we are starting that brand. And so what we've been talking about doing is reaching out to people that are in the cycling community that are big names. So professional riders and or people that have a social media following and trying to work with those folks so that at some point down the road, they could help us get put on or they could help us grow our brand and expand our reach, or they could help us make connections in the industry with the people that we want to work with. And so a perfect example of this is there was a, there's a pro rider and I'm not going to mention his name on here, but there's a pro mountain biker who's, uh, pretty big time, um, that I used Instagram DM and I sent him, uh, an Instagram DM probably a month, month and a half ago. Yeah. So it's probably four to six weeks ago when I sent him a DM on Instagram. And what I sent him was effectively that he's got his own podcast episode. And I looked on his website and the section on the podcast and he doesn't have any merch up there. So merch, merchandise, he doesn't have like hats, t-shirts, anything related, any merchandise related to the podcast specifically. And so from my standpoint, I'm thinking like, here's an opportunity because if he's doing a podcast episode and he, he doing a podcast and he's doing them routinely, it's a focus of his clearly because he's doing it. He's launching episodes routinely and I've listened to them and they're great. And I'm like, well, there's going to be opportunity potentially that we could do some of the printing for his podcast episode or for his podcast merch, right? Like we could be the company that prints the merch for his podcast. Like, that's a perfect way to get in with somebody like that. And so then I reached out to him and DM'd him. And I'll get into the details, but just, you know, to give you the long and short of it is, you know, about a week later, he responded to me and he was like, hey, man, yeah, like 
I'm definitely interested in looking at what you guys have. And then he, uh, he DM'd me back his email address. So then I had sent him an email and then like, I don't know, a week later he responded. And then we, he and I jumped on the phone cause he was driving, uh, well, he was just driving, he, he was at a training, he was doing some training out on the West coast and he was driving back to his house. He had a, he had a long drive. And so he and I jumped on the phone and we were talking about it. I just shared it with him. I'm like, yeah, you know, by the way, I do a podcast and you know, we've, uh, a good buddy that I ride with, he's got this printing company and we're, we're doing some printing and we can, you know, we can do things like this for you if, if you want to go down the road. And so, um, what essentially the stage that we're at with him at this point is he sent us his logos and we are going to print on you know some of the items that he asked us about and we're going to add in a couple that we think are cool other products send them back to him for free and if he likes them then we'll start doing some printing for him and then you know who knows where that relationship could go where that uh where that opportunity could lead but i share this with you because it like like i do this this is not me saying you know what you guys should do is you should use the DM of Instagram or LinkedIn or something like that to message these people and good luck. Like, like, no, I use it. Like I use it in real world, in the real world. Like every day I use it to reach out to doctors on LinkedIn. I used it to reach out to this professional mountain biker on Instagram DM to hopefully be able to do some work with them. So I want to share that with you just because it's, at least some, hopefully some validation. If you guys are thinking like, well, do you do this? Why should I do this? You know, inevitably the next evolution of this question, which is what I'm going to get to in, let's call it the second half of this podcast is, well, now what do I say? Right? Because that's what everybody like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to message a bunch of people on LinkedIn. I'm going to go, you know, find the companies that I want to work for. And then I'm going to search all these people that work for those companies and then I'm going to connect with them on LinkedIn. And if they accept my connection or I'm going to send a message with the connection. And what do I say? Valid question. Where I think like this is what I see over and over and over from what I see. So let me let me break this down two ways. Number one, like I can't give you a canned answer on here is what you should say when you reach out to this person. Like, it has to vary. You have to be able to put some variability in it based on who you're talking to, who you're reaching out to, what position they have, what title they have, what company they work for, which industry they are in. Like, so first and foremost, if you are uh, somebody that's like, well, you know, just tell me what to say. Like, like okay, I can give you a macro strategy for what to say, but I can't tell you, you need to say this exact sequence of words and then it's going to work every time. Okay. Cause number one, I don't know who you're reaching out to. I don't know what their title is. I don't know which company they work for. Number one, number two, it doesn't work every time. Like it's a, it, it's a percentage game. It's a numbers game. Just like in sales. If I go make 10 cold calls, I don't get 10 meetings. I get a couple of meetings, hopefully. If you message 10 people on LinkedIn, like you're not getting 10 messages back. And if you think you are, you're like, 
Like, you're probably not going to be, you're going to have a bad, you're going to struggle in sales if you're, if you're walking into it with the expectation that every single person that I message is going to message me back. Okay. Because it, it doesn't work like that. Like, I don't respond to every message. Like, I have messages in my inbox right now that I haven't gotten to yet. And like, I, like I'm trying to, I like try to tell people how to do it. And I still don't answer every message. Now, part of it is because some of it's just straight up spammy or like, it's just not worth it. I'm not interested in it, but also some of it's just flat out time. Like I don't have time to like, you guys know if you've messaged me on there, like sometimes I like respond immediately because it's just, you know, it worked out. I'm staying in the OR. I get a message. I've got, you know, it's a lull during the surgery. And so I can answer you back. And sometimes it's like three weeks later. Um, and it's all a little bit of timing and serendipity and luck and chance and whatnot. Um, but you're never going to get 10 out of 10 messages. You're going to get a couple responses back. You know, if you're, if you're really good at it, you'll probably get 50% responses on that. And so I, I want to make that clear from the outset. Like, I can't tell you the exact words to use, but I can give you hopefully a framework to think about what it is you should and should not be saying. Number one, I've talked about this in a, a podcast a long time ago, I know, and it was talking about a win-win. Like, like in my mind, I don't think there are win-wins. Like, I don't even think that there's, like, you should not be thinking about a win-win situation when we're when you're talking about DMing people. Because it is, like, I cannot, like, I'm sure maybe theoretically it exists, but I can't envision a scenario where both parties in a win-win scenario win at the same level, right? Because, like, if if you and I do something, we do a deal together, we interact together, whatever, and there's a quote-unquote win-win. If I win at a 10 and you win at a 50, is that really a win-win? Like, no, I don't think it is. Like, that's you, you dominated the win. Like, that's effectively me losing to you on the win-win. Like, yeah, I might have won a little bit, but relatively speaking, I got killed. Like, you, you extracted so much more value out of that than I did. And so when you're DMing somebody who you don't know, who they probably get these DMs somewhat frequently... And in the first message you send them, you're like, hey, will you take time out of your day to tell me how to get into your industry? <laughs> will you hook me up with a job effectively? <laughs> like, I mean, you could play those odds. <clears throat> I just think those odds are going to be so small that you're probably going to give up long before you find the person that's actually going to help you with that. Like, if your strategy is that your cold message to somebody in the industry is, hey, will you take time out of your day to help me get into this job? Even though you don't know me and I don't know you, we have no reason to be connected. Otherwise, I just want to get in the industry and you look like you have a job in the industry that I would want to have. Like, like it's probably going to take you a thousand DMs before you find one person that for whatever reason you caught them on a good day and they're like, yeah, man, I'll jump on the phone with you. Or, yeah, I'll meet you for coffee. Or, yeah, let me let me check and see if we're hiring. Or, yeah, oh, I know about this position over here. Send me your resume and I'll forward it on to them. Like, you're just asking out of the blue for that. Like, that's an absolute win-lose. 
absolute win-lose. Meaning that you would win immensely if they were willing to do that for you. And what do they get out of it? They lose time. They lose their time. Period. You're going to be like, yeah, can I jump on the phone with you for five minutes? Like, they know it's going to be a 30-minute call. So not only are they going to lose out on 30 minutes, they're already losing out because they're talking to you and you're lying to them about how long, how much time you actually want to take of theirs. <laughs> so what I would say first and foremost, because hopefully like you're probably going to be more confused than when you started this podcast at this point of what do I say? Because you're telling me to reach out to these people and connect with them. But then you're saying, don't, don't ask for anything. Yeah, I am trying to say that because you're just not going to be that successful asking for like, they don't know you yet. They don't know who you are. They don't know. Like, do they have any reason to care who you are now? If you reach out to somebody that like, Hey, I saw that you're a cousin of my buddy here, or, Hey, you went to the same school that I went to like, okay, that probably improves your chances because you found a reason to connect with them. You found a common interest. You know, like if I, if somebody reached out to me and was like, Hey, I'm a mountain biker and I want to get into medical sales. Like I'm like, obviously I do this because I want to do it. So I'm somewhat more inclined to help people just generally speaking, but somebody reached out to me and they knew that I was into cycling and mountain biking. And he's like, yeah, I'm into mountain biking and I want to get into medical sales. Like, like I'm automatically going to help that person more just because we have something in a common. So like be thinking about that. If there's anything that you have in common with somebody that you can capitalize on, like take advantage of that. But let me just share with you what I said on this Instagram DM or some version of this um, videoing this podcast with my phone in the car so I can post this to YouTube. So I can't currently pull up the exact words I use for Instagram DM. I probably should have before I started this, pulled it down on my computer or something like that, but whatever, you'll get the gist of it. When I reach out to the, this uh, pro mountain biker on Instagram, I didn't say, Hey, I'm starting this clothing and brand company and we're in the mountain biking cycling space will you help us? Would you be interested? Can I send you some gear? Like, will you post about us on LinkedIn? <laughs> Obviously not. Like, like nobody's answering that. Like that's going nowhere if I start it like that. So I started with, Hey man, I was listening to your podcast episode. I really liked the episode that you did with your, with your cycling coach. He did, he did a episode with his cycling coach and it, uh, like I listened to that episode like three times because it was actually valuable to me um, in kind of thinking about how I'm structuring the training that I'm doing. So I'm like, hey, man, listen to your podcast episode. By the way, you know, my favorite episode thus far was uh, the one with your cycling coach. I thought that was great, period, right? Next sentence is I, I checked out your website. I saw that or something to the effect of like I couldn't find any of the merchandise or any merchandise related to the podcast on there. I'm not sure if that's something that's on your radar to offer, but we could potentially help. We like I a good buddy of mine has a, a printing company that we do this for other podcasts around the country. So if you want to like now, I feel like I'm stumbling over my words as I'm trying to like say this to you and recall exactly what I said to him. But it was effectively all we would need is for you to send us your logo your like a high resolution image of your logo we'll throw it on some gear and we'll send it to you for free if you like it maybe we can do some business together period 
Like that was it. So it was number one, hey, I've been listening to your podcast episode or I've been listening to your podcast, right? Like, like anybody that reached out to me and is like, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. Like I usually read all those DMs. Why? Because I care about my podcast. Like I'm doing it. I want to hear what people think about the podcast. Like, like that's so, like for me, that's a win for me to read whatever you're saying about my podcast, right? So when I reach out to him, I'm like, hey man, been listening to your podcast. Like he's going to want to read that. Why? Because he wants to hear what the people are saying who listen to his podcast. I was like, yeah, my favorite episode is the one with your coach. Why do I say that? Because I wanted him to really know that, hey, by the way, I actually have been listening to your podcast. This isn't me just telling you this because, you know, I want you to respond to whatever I'm going to say next. Like I'm saying, like, yeah, I've been listening to your podcast. That brings him in because he wants to hear the feedback I have, likely. <clears throat> I would as a podcast producer. Then I said, my favorite episode was the one with your cycling coach. Like, why do I say that? That's because I want him to know that I'm serious and legitimate. Like, hey, I've actually been listening. Like, that was a really good episode, right? Like, okay, now he's engaged. Hey, by the way, I was looking for some merchandise. <laughs> Another win, why? Because if he sells merchandise, he makes some money. I saw that you didn't have any on your, ep- on your uh, website. I'm not sure if that's something that you've been looking to offer. But by the way, we could do that and print that stuff for you all we would need is a high resolution image and we can send you some free gear. If you like it, maybe we could do business together. Like that is a no lose scenario. That's not a win-win. That's a no lose. And there's a fundamental difference between a win-win and a no lose. I'm not asking for anything at this point. I'm not trying to win. Like all I'm doing, like I'm creating an absolute no lose. Number one, I gave him some feedback on his podcast that's going to get him excited, keep him motivated. I asked about gear, some merchandise for his podcast, which means that there's probably people that are searching for that type of stuff, and he could make some extra money by offering those things, and it would help him grow his brand and his awareness of the podcast. And number three, we'll send him free gear, free merchandise that he can check out And if he likes it and is interested, then maybe we do business together. But if not, no big deal. So it doesn't cost, like, in that DM to him, the only thing that he would actually have to do is email me a high-resolution image of his logo. And then a couple weeks later, a bunch of shit shows up on his doorstep. And if he likes it, maybe we'll do some business together. Like, that is an absolute no-lose. There's, there's no downside to him doing that. And there's no uh, discrepancy or difference in winning. It's not a win-win at this point. He's in complete charge. I'm not winning at a 50 and him winning at a 10. It's he has all the upside here. Like, I don't make any money doing this. If he likes it, cool. That's why it works. That's why it worked for him. Now, I was one for one on reaching out to professional cyclists, professional mountain bikers. Like maybe that doesn't happen all the time, right? Like there's, it's totally possible that for whatever reason, maybe he's in the process of working with somebody else on it and he doesn't respond to the DM. Or maybe he's like, hey, sorry, I actually have somebody else. Or maybe he's like, hey, you know, that's not something that I'm looking at doing. I don't know. It could have gone that direction too. But it didn't. And the odds of it going better 
in my opinion, one person's opinion, is that I thought through how do I create an absolute no-lose scenario? How do I create a situation where this person can't lose in giving giving me a response? Now, flip that to medical sales. What are you going to say to somebody? What is it that you can give to somebody? That's where I have ideas, I have thoughts, I have hypotheses on what you should be thinking about and what you should be doing, but there's no guarantees. And that's why I can't give you a canned answer. Because if you search somebody on LinkedIn and you find out like, yeah, they're a rep for this company, but also they have this charity that they work with, or also they have a side business, or also like, like find a reason why to get connected with somebody. And whenever you can, try to make it a no-lose scenario for them. Now, let's say you can't figure any of that out. Let's say there's no connections that you have with them. Let's say they have nothing in their bio, nothing you can find on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook or anything like that about them that says they got a charity, they got a side business, they got something else, some other thing that you could connect with them about. And you don't know what you can give them to get the conversation started. Okay. Here's my thought process there. There's one thing that people like to give more than anything else in life. And that's their opinion. (laughs) Like, Like, I'm sure you guys have heard the term, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has them and nobody wants to hear them, right? Like, everybody has an opinion about something. Now, like, okay, maybe I'm over exaggerating that, but you guys, you know what I'm talking about. You ask somebody's opinion on something, they are happily going to give it to you. Like they want to share what they think about everything, right? So if you don't have anything you can give, if you haven't found a way to connect with somebody that you think would be a no-lose scenario, my recommendation is you ask for their opinion. Okay. You ask for their opinion. Why? Because the... What you're looking for in the the first message to somebody, cold message to somebody on LinkedIn, all you're looking for is a response. You're not asking for anything yet. Like, do not send one message to somebody saying, hey, I want your time. No, 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 no. Just get a, a conversation started. Like the biggest, the most challenging thing that you're gonna have is getting the first response from somebody. After you get the first response, it's a lot easier to get a second response. It's a lot easier to get a conversation started. All you're trying to do is get a conversation started. If you met somebody in public, right? Like you met them at the bar. Like what the first thing you're going to say to somebody is, hey, my name's Joe Schmo. Will you get me a job in medical sales? Like, like, like you wouldn't do that in real life in person. Stop doing it on LinkedIn. So ask for their opinion. Now, what I would do, and I, you know, do some version of this because I think this is the best way to get a conversation started. This is, in my opinion, the best way to get a response from somebody. I would say, hey, so-and-so, whoever it is that you're, you're messaging on LinkedIn, hey, I saw you're working for X company, right? Pick, pick whatever company, you know, I'm going to use, I'm going to use Medtronic. They're the biggest company. So I'll use them for this example. Hey, I saw you work for Medtronic. I'm actually looking at a couple of positions. One of them is with Medtronic. Now I'm saying I'm looking at them. 
doesn't mean I'm interviewing for them, right? I'm looking at them. I'm looking at a couple of positions. One of them is with Medtronic. You know, if you don't mind me asking, what's your opinion of what has been your opinion or what has been your experience or would you recommend or this is like insert their opinion here, right? Like you want to get their opinion on working with Medtronic. Like that is how to start the conversation. In my, that would be my recommendation. That's what I would do when you feel like you have nothing to give. Ask for their advice. Say, hey, I've been looking at a couple of positions. One of them is with Medtronic. You know, if you don't mind me asking, how has it been working with them? Would you recommend it to somebody like me? You're not asking for anything other than their advice, their opinion. And in my opinion, <laughs> which is the perfect segue, in my opinion, that's the best thing to do. Why? Because most people would like to give their opinion above anything else. Like, like they'll go out of their way to be able to share their opinion about something with you. And I think that's going to give you the best chance, the best odds of getting a response. So that's how you get the conversation started. Hey, saw that you work for them. Looking at a couple of positions. One of them is with Medtronic. You know, if you don't mind me asking, I'm just curious. What has your experience been like working for them? Would you recommend it to somebody like me? Do you feel like that's a good position? Do you feel like an entry-level position with them is a good way to start? Or would you recommend something else? Like, wait for their response. And then be a normal person. Interact with them. If you get a conversation started with somebody, at some point, you don't necessarily even have to ask, hey, will you get me into the industry? If you're cool, if they like you, if you can start a conversation, carry a conversation with them that's useful, like you're going to have opportunities open up. Now, you might ask at some point, you might be like, okay, cool. Hey, if you don't mind, would you, men- you, know, would you mind men- mentioning me to your you know, hiring director? Or, hey, do you know of anybody that's hiring? You know, like you're welcome to do that down the road but you haven't earned the right to ask for that yet. So my opinion, bring it full circle, is if you can't find something to connect with them about, if there's nothing that you can really give them, because believe me, buying somebody a coffee is not giving me anything. Like, time is money, okay? If I go to Starbucks and get a coffee, it's like $2, $2.50. It depends on the taxes, but I get either a tall or a grande Pike. That's like 210 to 275 based on where wherever I buy it, based on taxes. So I go, you're gonna buy me a coffee for two bucks, but then the exchange there is 30 minutes of my time. So effectively, what you're saying is your time is worth four dollars an hour. Like, I am not the richest person in the world, but like my time is definitely worth more than $4 an hour. <laughs> like, so that's not, that's not a win-win. Like you're not giving me anything when you buy me a coffee other than making it more difficult for me to exit a conversation with you. So like, like that's not a win-win. Okay. That's a, you win way more than I would win. Like, okay, you're going to give me a $2 coffee. I appreciate that. Thanks. Now, I'm going to sit here and tell you everything that you should be doing to get into the industry and probably try to make some connections for you. Like, you're, like I'm winning at a two and you're winning at a hundred. That is not a win-win, okay? So think about it like that. Like, whenever possible, no lose. Try to make it as no lose as possible. So if you have a connection, if there's a reason, if there's something you can actually give that's of value, 
then do that. But if you don't, then my recommendation for the first message to somebody is ask their advice because everybody knows people love to give their advice and give their opinion about things. So anyway, that I hope is a productive and useful episode for you guys. So thank you guys for listening and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode.